Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Right Place, Right Time. Let's pray. Father, we come today so thankful. Thank you for your mercies that are new every day. Thank you that you sent your son Jesus to die, to pay the price at Calvary for us. And he rose again on the third day, and he's seated at your right hand. Thank you, Father, for your precious word that Jesus is the word. We come ready today to receive more, Father. And thank you for helping us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about this topic, being at the right place at the right time. You know, the Holy Spirit will guide us to be in the right place at the right time if we let him and listen to that still small voice inside of us. So while I was out today in life, I talked to a young man who was 25, and it was definitely a divine appointment. He knew it, and I knew it, and the friends with me knew it. It started out with a friendly conversation and then led to Jesus, and of course, I finished the conversation by giving him my track. It reminded me of that podcast I did a while back about the hypothetical town of 100,000 people where the 20,000 Christians there witnessed to one person a day. Do you remember that podcast, an example from back in February? The Holy Spirit reminded me about that today as the young man I talked to had recently been invited to a church by a family member, and he seemed to see today's conversation as a sign to him that he needed to go to church. In that hypothetical town, if you remember, those 80,000 lost people would have been witnessed to about Jesus over 900 times in 10 years. How much more would the lost in the world think about Jesus if they were approached about him over 900 times in 10 years versus maybe the normal frequency for most people of maybe a few times in 10 years. My discussion today really again emphasized to me the importance to sharing the gospel when we are out in life, sharing the love of Jesus. What if only 300 of those 900 plus discussions about Jesus went really well? And what if everyone was praying beforehand and afterwards about the Holy Spirit removing the blinders from their eyes and mind that the devil has put there to keep them from seeing Jesus. How many more would be coming to Jesus? My friends, we have to pray for the lost to receive Jesus and go into all the world and share Jesus. It is not one or the other, it's both. Let's start today in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 1 through 6 in the Amplified Bible. Therefore, since we have this ministry, just as we receive mercy from God, granting us salvation, opportunities, and blessings, we do not get discouraged nor lose our motivation. Folks, if we want to continue to be light to the world and grow brighter and brighter, we have to choose to not get discouraged. Two, but we have renounced the disgraceful things hidden because of shame, not walking in trickery or adulterating the word of God, but by stating the truth openly and plainly, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. My friends, we have to say no 
to changing the gospel to please the flesh, but to share the true gospel openly and with love. Three, but even if our gospel is, in some sense, hidden behind a veil, it is hidden only to those who are perishing. For among them, the God of this world, Satan, has blinded the minds of the unbelieving to prevent them from seeing the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Folks, Satan has blinded the minds and eyes of the unbelievers. We need to pray to curse those blinders in the name of Jesus and call for the glorious light of the gospel to shine through to those who are lost. Our God is a prayer-answering God. Five, for we do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves merely as your bondservants for Jesus' sake. My friends, everything we share should point back to Jesus. Not you or I or another man or church denomination. Our discussion should all point back to Jesus. Six, for God who said, let light shine out of darkness, is the one who has shown in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory and majesty of God, clearly revealed in the face of Christ. Folks, when we are out in the world, we are ambassadors for Christ. As we share Jesus and do it with the love of the Holy Spirit inside of us, we light up the darkness around those that are lost in the world. But we choose. Will we let the love inside of us come out? And will we share Jesus with our mouth or keep silent? Now, John 10, 27 in the Amplified, the sheep that are my own hear my voice and listen to me. I know them and they follow me. My friends, without faith, it is impossible to please God. If we have faith to hear the still small voice of God, we will hear it. If we don't have faith to hear it, we won't. It is as simple as that. And we can change that if we repent and choose to have faith in hearing from the Holy Spirit. It is important in our entire walk with the Lord, including witnessing to those the Holy Spirit puts in our path. Now let's talk about a great example in the Bible about being in the right place at the right time in serving our Lord. Acts chapter 8, verses 26 through 31 in the Amplified Bible. But an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Get up and go south to the road that runs from Jerusalem down to Gaza. This is a desert road. Folks, we may not have an angel tell us what to do, but we constantly have the still small voice of the Holy Spirit to guide us. 27. So he got up and went, and there was an Ethiopian eunuch, a man of great authority, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all her treasure. He had come to Jerusalem to worship. My friends, notice that Philip didn't know why God was sending him down this certain road. And we may not know either until we get where God wants us to be. 28, and he was returning and sitting in his chariot, he was reading the scroll of the prophet Isaiah. 29, then the Holy Spirit said to Philip, go up and join this chariot. 
Folks, this would be the equivalent of us jumping into someone's car in today's times. We just need to obey and trust God and follow that still small voice. 30. Philip ran up and heard the man reading the prophet Isaiah and asked, Do you understand what you are reading? 31. And he said, Well, how could I understand unless someone guides me correctly? And he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Of course, the rest of the story, you know that he turned his heart to Jesus, became a Christian, was baptized. But my friends, the lost out there don't understand God and his son Jesus, or they would come running to him. But praise God, he will send you and I to be at the right place at the right time, like he did with me today to share Jesus with someone that the Holy Spirit is drawing to him. Praise God. Let's be obedient and be a light in the right place at the right time. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. Thank you for that still, small voice inside of us that guides us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for putting people in our path. Every day we can be a blessing to, and we choose to open our mouth and share Jesus and let your love come out of us. Thank you for helping us. Thank you for many coming to Jesus in these last days. In his name we pray, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.